Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Thursday, August 4th, and we're going to have a high of 19 degrees here in the Edmonton area. Good morning, everybody. Coming to you live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Join us on the Podbean app to listen in live. Uh, you can join in on the chat like everybody else. You can call in, ask any questions about real estate investing that you have for free. It could be free coaching every morning, Monday through Friday. Um, but you got to join in live, right? If you're listening to the recorded versions on iTunes, Spotify, whichever, that's great. You can listen to everybody else's questions or what we going on, what we got going on. But if you want the free coaching, if you want uh, uh, the benefits, you got to get up early, right? And the community. And the community. Well, that's the other thing, the community. Yeah. Um, really cool community created here in the in the Podbean app for our show. Cool is an understatement. Yeah. Rad. Dope. Dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Um, you think you think about the people that ask about like you know how do you stay driven or how do you stay motivated to your goals and how do you stay on it every day you got to surround the yourself people you surround yourself with it's one it's i know so it sounds important. silly i know everybody says it well everybody says it because it's right yeah um you got to surround yourself with the right people you got to cut out the negative people i've got to cut out all of them i mean you don't have to like abandon your family and move to a you know a different city and change your name um, you can listen to their negativity less. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, I, I kind of went through a bit of a, a, a phase there where like I, well, I think I went through multiple phases where like I just cut people out and yeah. just said, you know, I'm no longer associating myself with those types of people. Um, I'm no longer, those, those types of people are no longer my friends. And you know what I mean? You just kind of make those decisions. And I know it sounds a little, you know, battling, you know, maybe you've been friends with that person since, you know, kindergarten or something like that. But if they're holding you back from doing the things that you need to do in order to move forward, mm -hmm. you'd have to make that tough decision. You got to move, like make the decision to move on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, because if you continue doing what you're doing, you're never going to reach where you want to be. Yeah. Um, I've I, only, I've only had to, I haven't had to do that, like to to get myself further. You have very supportive friends. Well, no, I was going <laughs> to say, like, I haven't had to make that decision based on, like, uh, if I want to be successful, I need to stop being around these people. But I've had to do it in a sense of, like, if I want a happy life, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, if I want, you know, my life back, I need to get rid of some of these toxic people. Right. And I've had to do that. It's yeah. hard. It is it's very emotional. Hard. Because it's 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 a warm pillow. It is it's a warm, a warm bed, right? Just like just like your job and just like all the other things, you know. They mean that. I think that... avoiding confrontation is a warm pillow. Oh snap! You're right. Because because the the negativity isn't a warm pillow. It was awful. I dreaded seeing those people, but they were in my life. Yeah. But the avoiding confrontation was a warm pillow. You mean just like I was scared of of what would happen if I. Just stop Got talking to them. Yeah. And sometimes you think, oh, it's okay. I'll just, maybe I'll, if I just stop talking to them, then they'll, 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 disappear. Like, they'll disappear. Yeah. 
but then they like follow up with you like, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling Have me? Have I Why done something? You... Have I done something Did wrong? I say something? Yeah. And that does happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite probable that is going to happen. Because yeah. um, they notice that you just like one day you're, you know, best chums and then, or gals. And then the next day you're just not responding anymore. They invite you out for, you know, mm-hmm. mimosas and you're just like, ah, actually I got something going on. Like, wait a second, you're the first person to always agree to mimosas. <laughs> Wayne, what's going on? <laughs> I've just I got some things going on. Yeah. So just you're busy. telling me no Monday morning mimosas. No. Yeah. Um, it's it is tough. Um, a lot of mine have been more abrasive. See, I, I have a more how would you like a shotgun approach. <laughs> Um, I don't like dabbling around, you know, like, okay, well, maybe I'll just slowly just like start like pulling back and just not you just showing like up. throw a smoke bomb, poof. And then I smoke on it and then I'm gone. <laughs> and then people will be like, did Wayne die? Yeah. <laughs> it's wait. Well, you know what? I just, I learned that that's just a way better approach. Why are you trying to pull off the bandaid slowly? You know what the problem is. You know what you need to do in order to move to the next level. Yeah. Why are you adding and tacking on another three to six months so that people's feelings don't get hurt? I think it depends. Um, Fuck them. Who, uh, who they are in your life and how long they've been in your life. True. Yeah. True. But the, the who they are in your life and how long they've been in your life actually make it harder. It's, yeah. just, a, it's just a better quality Band-Aid. It's just will not fucking remove. <laughs> it's just it'll sit there and dangle in there. It, but you need to make the decision on what's most important to you in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They don't get to choose that. Yeah. And if they're the type of people, if they are the type of people, not you, it's it's them. Mm-hmm. They're the type of people that are the ones that are holding you back by saying dumb shit whenever you try and do something, by telling you that you're not worth it. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's as simple as like, <laughs> so you're buying another property? Yeah. And she like worried about this. I was talking to, to 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 the guy over the other day at work, and he was saying that like there's a good possibility that like interest rates are going to continue to rise. Like, dude, like, are you sure? I was going to say I, it can also just be somebody who finds the the negative in every situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ju- just like that. It's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Did you hear about this? Well, what if that happens? Maybe they're not this? bad people either. Maybe yeah, that's no, they're just trying who to, they are. And they're they're trying to protect you too. But I I find the the people who who impact you the most and who hold you back the most are just the people who are just overall negative. Like just the negative people. Like like I just said, that that just can't find the positive in anything and have everything negative to say and complain about everything and blame everybody else about everything. Mm-hmm. Those types of people are draining and not motivating and make it hard to see the the possibilities in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Taylor in the comments here is saying passive aggressive Peters or <laughs> negative Nancy's. Yes, I need to get Taylor oh, on my slides. Passive aggressive Pete repeat. <laughs> No. <laughs> I see you there, Pete. I see Pete live. <laughs> Pete's so sweet. <laughs> oh, oh, he just joined in and you he just hammer on him. Pete just joins in. He's getting shit on already. <laughs> it's like I thought this is a supportive community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. And, and Jeremy in the comments here, he says as well, um, real estate investors will call you out of the blue to see how your project's doing and offering advice. Definitely makes for a good day. Absolutely. Actually, if, if I recall, I, I think I saw mm -hmm. Jeremy like yesterday, the day before on some, on some form of social media, he was saying that like someone had just reached out just to see how things were going. In the project. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of people you want to and have like around you. It's, it's not like, well, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for them, but like, I'm assuming Jeremy that like, it's not like you guys are like chums and like you guys have been like our, our buddies now and you've been hanging out and, you know, doing, doing stuff. Like that's just like an investor that you're now connected with who decided to follow up with you. Yeah. Right. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. cool. Um, yeah. So you can kind of like, you know, we're talking about like the negative people there for a second, but then you can also see that like, there's also on the other end, um, if, if you if you surround yourself with the opposite you know people just like when you call them they just make you feel good afterwards you know what i mean i i have one friend uh, an investor i haven't spoken to him actually in quite some time i need to follow up with him it's been probably a year yeah he's he changed his things in his business i changed things in my business and we just we just haven't connected but i swear to god if i called him right now mm -hmm. he would just you know hey Wayne, how's it going I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm great. And he's the type of person that won't even, won't even talk about himself. He'll just ask. Wants to know what's, going, wants on know what's going on. And he'll let me talk for like an hour. Yeah. Man, that's so amazing. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. That's amazing. I know, I know how hard you've been working for it. Just like the sweetest fucking person. Yeah. And like most, most of my business ideas in the last seven or eight years, you know, I've, I've ran them all by him. Yeah, for sure. And just the type of person that says, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. He's so supportive. Yeah. Super supportive. That's your reminds me. I really need to talk to him. Yeah, but then can. like, you know, I'll ask him about how he's doing and like, no, no, don't worry about it. And like, it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, same thing, like whenever, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for what he's done as well. Cause like I said, the reason why I haven't followed up with him is cause he's just so busy. He did, he made a big change a year or two ago around the same time. You know what? I think he left his job around the same time I did mm -hmm. two years ago. And um, we just, we've just been both been doing our own things. But like just having someone like that, it, it, I, I saw Gabby kind of smile when I talked about it because um, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know what I mean? To have people like that, it just kind of makes you happy even just to think about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the same thing in like in this community this morning, like the same people to show up every morning. That's the same thing in like our mentorship group. You know what I mean? Just everybody in the group is just so supportive and happy yeah. and just wants to it. I know it sounds sounds dumb, but like it really does work. Yeah. And going back to what I said a, minute, a couple minutes ago, you know, how do you stay on track? How do you stay driven? How do you, you know, follow through on your goals? It's that. It's community. It's it's surrounding yourself with other people that get it. Yeah. And you know, I think the other thing about um, about the community is that um, you know surrounding yourself with people who also have perspective. Um, who, who, you know, like when there's a hard day, it's not just like, oh, this sucks and blah, 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 blah. Like they can. FML. FML. Yeah. This happened to me and this is happening to me and blah, 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 blah. But like, just to like, I think that all of us here can see the bright side to situations or to reflect back and say like, wow, well, remember when this never would have even been a problem? How blessed are we? Mm -hmm. You know, like those types of things. Like uh, when you were uh, needing to grout the shower at one of our flips because we were um, off schedule and we needed to, <laughs> you needed to jump in and get some stuff done. Yeah. And uh, Jared 
reached out and said, how blessed are you that you have the opportunity to actually grow this flip that you get to work on? I forgot about that. Yeah, like little things like that. You know, like uh, yesterday, Wayne, you and I had... Good morning, Jared. I just saw him pop in. Yeah, he did pop in. Um, yesterday, you and I had a, a pretty hard day. Lots of stuff we had to work through and get through and lots of um, tough decisions. It, it was a hard day. Like I I was exhausted. I don't, I still, like we had a pretty good sleep and I still feel like I need another 12 hours. I dropped, I looked in the scale and I dropped six pounds. <laughs> Stress I, pounds. I shit you not. I'm like, where did that go? I'm like, <laughs> apparently I burned it off. Yeah. It was just like, it was a really, really, really tough day yesterday. And I have my, um, my dad and my stepmom visiting right now. And at the end of the day, I just looked at Wayne and I said, you know, like, or actually to my stepmom and Wayne. And I said, you know, like, it sucks that you guys come to visit. And that was literally like one of the craziest, hardest days that we've had in such a long time. I said, but how lucky are we that I got to sit and do it here on my couch in your presence instead of like being stuck at a job or trying to get time off work to visit you guys in this stressful time and like all that kind of stuff. So I got to just like go about my day and be in your guys's presence and have little chats here and there and have lunch together and that type of thing. Yeah. So it's just like, that's the type of community where when there's a hard day, it's not like this sucks and why are we doing this and, and blah, blah, blah. It's people who can, who can see the, the flip side of it mm-hmm. and see the bright, the, you know, little silver linings in there. Yeah. That's these people. That's this community. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you don't have a community like that, you should be thinking about that today. Yeah. Who are maybe, your people? Maybe make make that your you know your goal for the day, or your outcome that you want for the day. You do an audit of the people that are around you, and make a conscious decision of the people, the type of people that you do want around you. Yeah. In order for me to reach my goal, whatever my goal is. Who are the type of people that I need around me in order to reach it? And and maybe reach out to one of them who you do have just to say, hey, and see how they're doing. Yeah. 100%. Um, okay. I see Jerry just popped in here as well. Um, I see Jerry's name. I don't know when he popped in, but Jerry had a question yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, right towards the end. And we, Did you write it down? I, I screenshot it, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to take a little commercial break here and we'll come back and talk about upcoming events. Sounds and good. then uh, we'll get into that question afterwards. Perfect. Hi, folks. Barry McGuire here. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. So talking about upcoming events, um, Barry McGuire has uh, an agreement for sale course coming up September 24th mm-hmm. in Edmonton. That's a live in-person event. Um, if you guys are interested in that, go to barrymcguire.ca. Uh, Gabby and I will be there. We'll be helping out. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been a part of Barry and Donna's focus, focus team, focus workshops for the last five years or so. Um, Whether that be on rent to owns or grant for sales and fix and flips and wholesaling and such. Um, As I mentioned recently, either with this week or last week, maybe both agreement for sales is my favorite strategy. And that's what helped catapult us when we were getting started, when we were starting out and we couldn't, 
<clears throat> couldn't find the money. We couldn't get the joint venture partners and stuff. That's what we use, the strategy that we used in order to, to move forward. And we built our whole portfolio around it. And we still use it to this day. So if you guys are curious about how to you know get those low money down deals with seller financing, um, definitely go check that out September 24th. Um, and then as well, so that's September, agreement for sales. Barry and I have also collaborated, or Barry and us, have also collaborated, and we're also doing a fix and flip yeah, <laughs> workshop in August, on August 20th, which is two weeks away. I know, it's 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 short notice. Um, but we had so many people reaching out to us and asking about fix and flips. They've been seeing, hey, you know, Wayne and Gabby, we've been seeing you guys do fix and flips, and you know, like we really want to do it. And so people have been, you know, reaching out and asking on the podcast. And we've been giving, you know, answers wherever we can, but mm -hmm. um, there hasn't been anyone in the area that's done a fix and flip workshop. Yeah, like formal education. Like for ever. I, but I can't recall. I one. cannot recall the last fix and flip workshop. Yeah. Now, Barry and Donna have always added a fix and flip component to the, like the rapid cash yeah. programs, yeah. which is like the rapid cash would include all of the different creative strategies, but no one's done a fix and flip dedicated core workshop or course and like, I can't recall in the last 10 years. So because of this huge demand and because everybody's talking about fix and flips right now, everybody's trying to do fix and flips. Everybody wants to do fix and flips, but they're too scared. Um, I talked to Barry and I said, Hey Barry, can we do a, we do a workshop together? So we're collaborating on that. Um, we're going to be co-hosting that August 20th. It's going to be online. So it doesn't matter where you are. This education applies to all provinces. It does not just apply to Alberta can apply to anything and we know i know for certain that fix and flip can work in just about every market yeah just about every market so don't be don't be concerned about like oh wow it works for you right now at edmonton trust me edmonton is not the best market in canada to be doing it but it works in any market if you do it right and you follow the math and you know how to you know hire the right people and you can focus on the numbers so mm -hmm. we're going to be diving right into that as well i never i, I should mention really quickly we're going to be diving into the fundamentals of fix and flip we're talking about how to build a fix and flip power team. Like we're going to be talking about the five most common fix and flip mistakes. We're going to talk about what to look for when you're buying a fix and flip property. We've got a special guest, uh, Matt Bordian, who's a home inspector. He's going to be talking about what to look for when you're going through it. We've got Calvin Hexter coming. He's going to be talking about how to set up searches and run comparables to make sure that you find the right uh, fix and flip projects. Um, everything that you're going to need for your tool belt before you start. And then ultimately as well, um, we're also going to be adding in, and this is something that I wanted to add in. It was pretty special. Uh, is we're going to add how to create, scale, and run a profitable fix and flip business. Nice. Okay, not just doing one fix and flip. I want to talk about how to turn it into a business. I want to talk about if you want to leave your job and you want to create this business to create passive income for you, so that you can you can have this thing automated on autopilot. Mm -hmm to pay your bills while you go out and raise funds for your next, you know, multifamily project or your next burr or whichever, or you want to, you know, start wholesaling, but you're, you, you can't leave your job because you're afraid. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want, I'm going to share with you how to build it as a business so that you can have it and, and scale it up to a point where, you know, you don't have to worry about your bills anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe you can make it maybe you can retire your wife or your husband. Okay. So we're going to be adding that in there as well. Not just talking about how to do the fix and flip. I want to show you how to make a profitable business. That's what I ultimately want. Yeah. So um, that is coming up on 
August 20th, which is uh, two Saturdays from now. If you're interested in that, the link is in the comments there. Um, and as well, <clears throat> specifically just for the morning show listeners and REI masters, we have a coupon for you. And that coupon is all caps morning show M O R N I N G just morning show. You know how to spell. <laughs> if you don't know how to spell, grab a dictionary. I'm not spelling uh, it out. Are you kidding me? Or Google. Morning we'll show. Dictionary. Morning show is the coupon code. Share it with your friends. I don't care, but it's $500 off. Okay. Wow. $500 off. Damn. I, well, it's like, I, I got to give something to the people who show up every morning who are, you know, and also the, the, the loyal listeners that we have on the podcast. Yeah. I know much. you're out there. I know some of you guys listen every morning, but you just can't make it live. I get it. Yeah. I love it. I love that you guys are dedicated to it. I see the numbers. I know you're there. So morning show is the coupon code that's going to get you $500 off. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. I know it's short notice and I know some of you guys, you know, probably maybe even got plans and that's something else I saw recently. Someone was asking, a few people are asking, Hey, I've got plans that weekend. Are you going to do it again? This is online and it's going to be recorded. So when you register, just send us an email and say, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it live. Can you please email it to me? 100%. We'll send you all the documents, the printable documents. We'll send you the video and the audio. So that way you can listen to it later on. 100% not a problem. Awesome. Ultimately, what I want is I want to see some people take that workshop and take some action immediately. Mm -hmm. No more, uh, well, you know, maybe I'll just join venture with this person to kind of get my feet wet. Or maybe I'll just, you know, keep listening to the podcast. No, I want you to take some action. Because, you know, just like everything else, just like every other opportunity, it will go away. Yeah. You never know, right? It could dry up. And I want to make sure that you guys um, get taken action immediately. So, awesome. Anywho, that's coming up on August 20th. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. We've got the golf tournament this Saturday as well. We're looking forward to seeing everybody there at the Calvin Realty Golf Tournament. Nice. Okay. Jerry's question? Uh, well, let me just, have you caught up? Yep. Uh, maybe not. We don't need to go back to the, the old topic, but yeah. is there anything in the comments there? No, it doesn't look like it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. What was Jerry's question? Yeah, there's just some, some uh, see you people who are not listening live. There was a big conversation while we were talking, just alluding to the topic we were on before about how sometimes, you know, the, the best, best people in your life, the best friends and stuff um, don't support you. Mm -hmm. and how hard that can be. So perfect example was thrown in here and a big discussion was had surrounding it while we were chatting. So that's what you're missing out on, FYI. Yeah. Join in life. Yeah, join in life. You know what I want to know? Hmm. Sorry. What? I was just going to make a joke. but um, <laughs> What I want to know is what's Jerry's last name? Who's Jerry? Jerry, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, you don't have to tell us on the show. You can put in the you can put in the chat box there, or, or you can email us. I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious. I I I, I have, I kind of know who everybody is. You know what I mean? I, I I've I've seen them or I know of them in some sorts. You know, through, you know, socials. But I don't know who Jerry is, and I want to know. God damn it! Before I answer any questions, I want to know. Do you have like? Is it like um, Tina Turner? Is it Tina Turner? 
want to know what love really is? Yeah, that's the joke I was going to make a minute ago. Oh, okay. Because I when have I said, it going you want to know head. what I really want to know? <laughs> I want to know what love is. Um, no, I don't think it's Tina Turner. But maybe it is. Who knows? I don't Let know. us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Name that tune. Um, that was literally the joke I was going to make. Oh, I love okay. that. I love that you came to that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm so bad with artists. So I don't, I have no clue who sings it. Oh, hang um, on just a second. I'm going to Google it. No, let's, 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 get, to, let's get to poor Jerry's question. To know what love is. Oh, oh it's foreigner. Not even close. Foreigner. What? Yeah, it's foreigner. I think we're thinking of different songs. Okay. No. Do you want me to play it? I don't know if I can no, play it, actually. please don't play it. Do you want me to sing it? No. It's foreign. Yeah, actually sing it. <laughs> I don't know if everyone's ready for this. Did you guys know that I used to be a singer in a classic rock cover band back in high school? Chris P. says Debbie Gibson. And Taylor says sing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Um, Maybe the next time we have a meet up, I'll bring a karaoke machine. <laughs> no. <Please>. No? No. <laughs> Jerry's like sitting on the edge of his seat. <laughs> Answer the goddamn question. Oh, that was loud. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to blow your eardrums. I'll make a note. 25 minutes. 25 minutes into the show. Make an edit. <laughs> Can we read? You're the one with the question. Okay. Okay. So Jerry's question says, I have saved $40,000 and have no debt, but my Congrats. wife. Hey, hang on a second. Hang on a second. That is rare. That's. I, like, I just, I love the respectable audience clap. Yeah, that's a, that's a golf clap. <laughs> yeah, you need like a, whoa, like okay. crowd goes wild. Uh, okay, all right, well, <laughs> that's as close as I got. Um, no, that's that's very yeah, impressive. That's Not amazing. a lot of people can, can accomplish that. Okay, so I have saved $40,000 and have no debt, but my wife has $35,000 in debt. I want to buy my first. How much in debt? Thirty-five. I want to buy my first rental property. Is it a good idea? Mm -hmm. So I I paraphrased, um, but I think the I think the underlying question here is: Should we buy a rental property, or would it make more sense to pay off that debt and then save for a rental property again? Right. Mm -hmm. That seems to be what the question mm -hmm. is alluding to. Exactly, he says. Okay. Yeah. If I recall, um, I think I read through the comments yesterday and a few people chimed in on it. Yes. I think Jeremy chimed in on it and said, uh, was talking about, well, look at your interest rate on what you're paying on that debt. You know, depending on where you're holding that debt, whether it's a HELOC, it'll be like a low, you know, three or 4%. But if it's held on like a credit card, some of those high interest credit cards, it could be anywhere from 12 to 20% interest rate yearly, right? So it begs the question, is it better to, to use your money to pay off her debt? Because mm -hmm. if you look at it that way, you're paying, let's, let's, let's average it out 15%. You're, 
you're paying 15% interest a year on that credit card to hold that debt. Now, if you were to take your money and pay that off, then you would essentially get a 15% return on your money every year because you're not paying 15% interest. interest. Yeah. So it's a, that's a great return and you don't got to deal with tenants. Yeah. It's no, that's, I mean, that's an investment. Where are you going to be able to invest your $40,000 where you're going to have zero risk and a guaranteed return? Yeah. And so another way to look at it is, you know, you go buy a rental property and your cash flow is equal to the interest payments that you're making on that credit card. Okay. So now you've washed mm -hmm. that payment and you're at a break even, but you're dealing with a rental property and a stupid tenant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, of course you have your I liked pay down. Your, and... I liked your perspective there. And, and to be honest, Jerry, we're going to give you a bunch of different uh, ways to look at it. And then ultimately you're going to make decisions because I'm not giving you financial advice. Yeah. One, uh, one, uh, for legal reasons, <laughs> but yep. we're going to, we're going to shine a bunch of lights on this. And then, you know, you and your wife can have a look at this and say, okay, here's, here's, here's what we got. Here's our options. Uh, which of these apply to what we want the most. Yeah. Right. And I think that, you know, the most basic is if you want a 15% returning your money with no risk, absolutely no risk, pay off the debt, you're done. But obviously you're like, okay, that's it. Uh, Wayne, you and I have uh, shared a post about uh, good debt versus bad debt mm -hmm. and and what you should look at kind of like before moving forward. We've over the years, we've shared it multiple times and you just shared it again recently, like yeah. within the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So also, Jerry, if you kind of scroll back on Wayne's uh, social media, you'll probably see that post as well, which kind of gives some good perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a timeless post. We've been sharing it for years. Yeah. Same, same write up, same everything. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, I mean, like that was just like a little kind of like funny perspective to take on it, but you know, like buying a rental property just isn't, isn't just about the cash flow, and you know, what are you in it for? Um, so, you know, there's multiple ways to win in real estate investing, right. And holding a rental property. It's not just about cash flow. Sometimes there is no cash flow, mm -hmm. but it's still a, can still be a fantastic investment because you're also getting, you know, tenants are paying down equity you're paying the house off yeah yeah 100 percent. so you know gabby had mentioned a, a second ago that you know if you were to buy a rental property and you were to buy a cash flowing rental property then the cash flow that you receive from the rental property could pay your minimum monthly payments on that debt mm -hmm. so that way you're not paying any minimum monthly payments or sorry not just your monthly payments maybe just your interest component yeah the interest portion on that debt so let's let's do some simple math here who likes math can I get a hell yeah? Ooh. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> I'm going to get a Steve Austin soundbite. <laughs> okay, so $40,000 and let's say your interest rate yearly is 15%. That means that you're paying $6,000 a year on that credit card for the interest. And let's just assume that it's interest only payments. Okay, you're going to divide that by 12 months. I mean, you're paying $500 in interest on that debt every month. Okay. If you were to be able to, and I, I, and let's just be honest, right? Right now, are you going to be able to find a property with $40,000 down and get $500 worth of cash flow? I don't, I don't want you to waste your time trying to find it. And you're like, Oh, Wayne told me to do this and I can't find it. Well, it, it will be difficult. You might have to go into a smaller town, but it's possible. Um, but just assuming 
let's just play with the hypothetical just for a second. If you could, then what you would do is you would buy a property that cash flow 500 bucks. Okay. You would take the cash flow from that property, the 500 bucks, and you would pay your minimum, you know, your interest payments on that debt. So you're going to carry that debt. The debt's not going to get paid down. You're going to carry that. Uh, I'm just assuming it's $40,000 worth of debt, just for easy math. You're going to carry that $40,000 worth of debt. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go up. It's not going to go down, but you don't have to make any payments on it. But you've also got a rental property. Now, the cash flow from that rental property is now supporting the bad debt. But that rental property, there's there's three other ways that you can profit, three other profit centers from that rental property. There's mortgage pay down. So every month that your tenant makes a, a rent payment to you and you take that money and you you pay for your property taxes, you pay for your mortgage payments, you take $500 with the cash flow, you put it towards your debt. When you make the mortgage payment, a portion of that is going towards principal and a portion of that's going towards interest. So every month you're paying down your mortgage, let's say 50% of the payment, okay? So every month your mortgage is going down and that creates equity, so that's profit. Every year, hopefully, that property is also going up in value. That's called appreciation. So you're still profiting from the rental property and the mortgage pay down and the appreciation. Mm -hmm. Plus, you're paying your minimum monthly payments for that bad debt. So you're kind of supporting that bad debt. You know yeah. I mean? You're not paying it down, but you're supporting it. Now, the question is, mathematically, does that make more sense than paying off the debt? That's mm -hmm. the question. If you took your full $40,000 and paid off the $40,000 with a bad debt, what are you saving? You're saving $500 a month. Yeah. Right? Because that's $500 worth of interest payments you don't have to make. But if you buy the rental property and it cash flows $500, then you're not only saving the interest payments, but you're also making mortgage pay down and appreciation. So it's my belief, and this I I I this is this is from personal experience too. It's my belief. Here, oh, here's what I did. I bought a rental property because I saw that math right there. I'm like, if I can buy a cash flowing property that can support the debt interest payments, then I would also get the benefits of mortgage paid on an appreciation. The other benefit that I got was getting in the game. Yeah. And that may not have a monetary value that I can measure, but experience is valuable. That, that was valuable to me. Getting in the game rather than waiting another five years until I saved up another down payment was valuable to me. I would rather get in the game now and learn and get started than to wait five years. Because I, I, I can't buy that five years back in the future. Yeah. I can't buy time. So because it made mathematical sense and because I wanted to get in the game, I did that. I personally, we for first few years, we carried we carried our debt. Right. And even some renovation debt we put on line of credits and stuff like that. We carried that debt. But I did the math just like I did for you just a minute ago. We did that math and the rental properties that we were buying or the, you know, the mortgage payment on stuff. We looked at it from the grand scheme of things, the whole portfolio, this whole portfolio of properties and debt that we're carrying. How is our portfolio looking as a whole? Are we growing? And, and we balanced that for some time until we got to a point where we were actually making some cash. Right. Because real estate, you know, you don't get much of your your profits out, right? You get a little bit of cash flow every month that kind of supports you, but like you're not getting any big hundred thousand dollar paychecks. Not unless you're doing, 
you know, burrs or you're, you're flipping properties or you're buying and selling property. You know what I mean? Like you're selling some rental properties off first couple of years, you're not really getting any cash out. So that's something you kind of have to balance. But yeah. once you start doing flips and other stuff like that, you start getting some capital, then you can start paying off those debts. And that's when I, that's when we decided to pay off our debts is once we started getting some cash influxes and we started making those strategic decisions of, okay, now let's pay off some debts. But that was all kind of part of our, our quote unquote roadmap, right? We looked at it and we, we I had a plan. I had a plan early on. Um, <laughs> Gabby was just um, compliant. In a corner crying. It's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, but I had a plan the whole time. I knew exactly how it was going to play out. And when you have a plan, it makes it easier. So, um, so that's that. Uh, so I, I wanted I wanted to, to share both options for you so you can have a look at it. Um, if your wife, Jerry, I can't see the comments. I'm hoping that you're keeping an eye on it. Uh, Jerry, Jerry just left another comment. If, if your wife, Jerry, is a little on the fence about it um, and she's scared, I mean, just make sure you're having this conversation with her um, because I can remember, you can remember. Um, that's very stressful to carry debt and then to, to quote unquote, take on more debt. You know what I mean? Early on in the game, I get it. People look at it and they're like, wait a second. We've got $35,000, $40,000 worth of debt, and then you want to take another $200,000 worth of debt? Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. Why would we carry this much debt? It's because early on in the game, you don't really realize, like, you don't understand what equity is. You don't understand that, yes, you have debt, but you also have an asset, right? And when you sell that asset, the asset pays off the debt, and then the remaining amount is called your equity, right? You really need to be able to explain that to someone. And if it's you that's leading the charge and your wife's not 100% on board, that could be very stressful and put a put a big strain on the marriage, mm-hmm. right? And obviously we don't want that. So, um, you know, have that discussion with your wife. If it's going to ruin your marriage, then I'd say don't do it. But if you're, you know, if you want to get your wife on board and you want her to understand, if this is the case, I don't, I don't know you. Maybe I do know you. I, I don't think I know you. Um, but if that's the case, then maybe, you know, get her listening to the podcast a little bit. Maybe have her coming in on some of the Friday live trainings in our Facebook group when we start that back up in September. Yeah. Um, try and bring your partner in so that that way they have, they have the opportunity to learn like you have. And don't just tell them how it's going to be. It's, sometimes it could be a little stressful in the marriage. What was so called? Jerry said, uh, what I'm worried about is she hasn't uh, changed her overspending. So if I pay off her debt, she might just get back into debt again. So <laughs> I think that's like, that's really a separate issue that would need to be addressed. I mean, um, I think it's, it, that's what I just said just applies to that as well. Just getting, getting her on the same page, right? Yeah, I think definitely getting on the same page. But I also just like my big question would be is like, does uh, she agree that she has an overspending issue or is she in denial? <laughs> because if she's in denial, then yeah, you probably will continue to have um, an issue in that area. But if she sees it and she knows that it's an issue and she wants to be better and do better, then, you know, if that debt was paid off, then she needs to not have access to that, to, to doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a tough spot, but yeah. I think she would, you need definitely like what, like what Wayne said is that she needs to get on board. You need to get her on board 
see the big picture of what your guys' life could be if you, you know, started investing and yeah, what I, that um, would provide. You know, when we were starting out and I, I had my aha moment, my breakthrough moment, um, which I've talked about a lot. Uh, someone recommended a book and I, and I went and read that book. And then I came home and I said, Gabby, I need you to read this book. We're going to start real estate investing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, sure. And I'm like, no, you like, need to read this book. <laughs> like read it and I, I, and I need you 100% on board because it's going to be hard. And I don't just want your support. I want you involved. I want you, I want your full support. And um, I, I said it that way because, it, you know, I, I, I knew that in order for what I wanted for this business, and you think about that moment, Gabby, you think about that moment and where we are today, mm-hmm. it's quite clear of exactly what I was, what I was intending, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was working, you were working, and I said, Gabby, we're going to be real estate investors. And we're doing that together. We made that decision, and, and that is what we are doing today, yeah. right? Yeah. In order for this to actually happen, I can't, I can't imagine. I don't think you can imagine this either. I cannot imagine us getting from that point to this point where it's just me. I needed you and I knew I needed you. And that's not to say that everyone has to have their spouse on board, but God dang it, it makes it easier. Yeah. There's some hard days like yesterday. Yeah. I can't imagine having to do yesterday by myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of yesterday was just me talking through it with you, talking through my problems. They weren't your problems as far as business responsibilities go. They were not your problems. They were all my problems, my responsibilities. But I needed someone to talk it through with, Yeah. right? So if you're thinking seriously about being a real estate investor and you want to take it to this level, I'm telling you man to man, <laughs> Start involving her, trying to get her out to networking events, meetups. If you're going to join, you know, um, a coaching program, make sure that she's heavily involved, right? If you're going to be joining some sort of a network or something like that, make sure she's involved and she's coming to all the calls and all the meetings and stuff like that. She doesn't have to do anything. She just needs to be there. I was going to say at very least, um, you know, like people say like, oh, you know, my spouse isn't involved, but they're supportive. But then you, you dig into it more and they're, and you know, they say supportive, but they're worried about this and worried about that and don't think that you should do this. Like that's not supportive. That's just allowing you to do real estate. I think that um, at least having a, a supportive spouse who understands and who will come to a networking meetup and who will join in on a call or a training mm-hmm. to help better understand what it is that's happening will take you a million times further than just having somebody who's like, yeah, it's okay. I, I support you if you want to own rental properties. Like there's a, there's a big difference there. Yeah. When we, um, when we've held uh, real estate investing cabinet retreats in the past and, and, and we've basically taken that model now and put it into our master's mentorship program. When, when we go through these exercises of building your roadmap, one of the first things we do is we try and figure out like what fulfills you. Okay. So, and that's not just you, Jerry, that's also your wife, right? And anytime we've ever done a cabin retreat, we've always said, please, 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 please bring your spouse. Do not do, we don't want you to do this weekend by yourself. Even if they're not involved. And the same thing applies to our mentorship program. For the love of God, please make sure your spouse is there or your partner. Because what your dream of a perfect life is and what you're trying to achieve, 
may not be the same as theirs. It usually isn't. It's it, very rare to find for rare. two people to, you know, uh, sh shack up that are identical. You know what I mean? Have yeah. exactly the same interests, have the exact same goals, want the exact same things out of life. Like we are individuals who have different needs, different wants, different desires, and we don't need to want the same things as our spouse. In fact, that's what would make life extremely boring, I think. 100%. Yeah. No variety. So um, yeah, it's super important when you're building a dream or a roadmap to the perfect life that it not just be for you, but it also be for your wife or your husband, mm -hmm. you know, and whatever and the other person's showing up. If I let you build a roadmap, if I let you build a destination, I would not be a happy boy. Well, Wayne, we talked about this a lot at our um, cabin retreats with our with our guests is that like early on when you were really trying to get me on board, you used to say like, look at all this money we could have and look, you know, we can own this type of, of big house and, and hire the cleaner and like have all these things. And like you used to try to um, rope me into the game by showing me all these things we could have and all the money we could make, mm -hmm. which spoke zero to me. I was just like, you it didn't phase me at all. Like you weren't doing a good job at like convincing me that this was a good thing the because didn't those didn't you. matter to me. Those didn't apply to me. I wanted like, I wanted the other like meaningful things that it could provide for me, like more, more time with my family and more time, you know, like those types of things. And so it's a long time to really figure that out years. And so, but once we realized that, that you were not speaking my language at all, it changed the narrative and look at us now, look at where we are. Once you, once you were able to attach this yeah. to what you what, what you it could really provide, what yeah. it could provide for you yeah suddenly gabby was on board and and not to say that you weren't on board before you were a great little soldier you like just yeah a, i did what you're a to be fucking done. amazing worker <laughs> you're a great soldier you just kind of just keep on marching yeah but when you can attach it you know the day-to-day -to, -day to something that's meaningful that means something to you suddenly she's more passionate about it suddenly yeah. she's more understanding suddenly she's more grateful for what you're doing every day yeah and that was my mistake i wasn't i wasn't speaking her language so when we decided to figure out okay what is it that we're truly going to have in the future i took the things that i wanted and needed that fulfilled me and i took the th and we took the things that gabby wanted and needed that fulfilled her and we basically just built like a perfect life using both of those that fulfilled us both that yeah. fulfilled us both so we're like okay i want to be here i need this and she's like i want to be here but i need this well, what if we were right here and then we'd be able to give you this, this, and I'd be able to have this and this perfect. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, that's, that's marriage, that's partnerships, right? Yeah. You need to, you need to, um, compromise, compromise. Thank you. I hate that word, but it's true. Yeah. Marital compromise. It's my new, <laughs> it's my new book. <laughs> Bestseller on Amazon. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's it's the truth. If you want, like, you know what, Jerry, if you just want to buy one property, ignore everything I'm saying. You'll yeah. get through it. Trust me, it's not that hard. It'll be scary for the first couple of years. You'll have a couple of bad tenants. Your wife's going to hate you, <laughs> but you'll survive. I'm, I'm no marriage counselor, um, but you, you'll get through it. But if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I, I want to do that. I want to get to a point where like we, I can call myself a real estate investor and actually 
you know, wear own the portfolio it, own it. And... I, when I say like call myself a real estate investor, a lot of people early on, they're like, they buy a rental property and they're like, I don't really feel good about calling myself a real estate investor. Someone's going to be like, what do you mean you're a real estate investor? Yeah. You but own like, one property, bud. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. What, if you want to be like, you want to get to a point where you can comfortably say I'm a real estate investor and, and not feel icky about it. You know what I mean? You want to leave your job. You want to have a business surrounding it, doing lots of different things and lots of different cool projects. If that's how you want to be defined, I'm telling you man to man that I think that, you know, your wife needs to be hundred percent on board. And so just start slow. Hey, hon, it would mean a lot to me if you can come out to this event. We got this, there's this meetup and I don't know where you are. Let's say the Calgary meetup in two weeks. There's this meetup in Calgary. There's a bunch of real estate investors there. I know and, you know, you're probably not, probably not your cup of tea, but if you could just come with me just to kind of support me, that'd be great. Yeah. Let's and go for an hour. We'll get out. Let's I go promise we won't stay past three o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, or, or if you're in, in the Edmonton area, we'll probably have one here in the next little while too. But like, you know, she'll show up there and she'll realize that like Wayne and Gabby are just normal people. <laughs> Because she's thinking like, oh, God, here we go. They're going to sell us some program or like, they, you know, they're going to try and get us to, you know, um, you know, lock into some MLM or something like that. There must be a catch. No, there isn't. And what you're going to realize is when you show up to these events, everybody's super supportive and everybody's nice and nobody has a catch. It's just a great group of people to be around. You talk about different projects that people are having. And then you realize that the 50 to 80 people that are standing there are just normal people. You got some nurses, you know, you got some firefighters, you've got some, you know, welders, you've got some plumbers, you've got some, you know, whichever. Every walk of life. Yeah. It's just a bunch of different people. And they're, and they're all just, you know, slowly building something on the side to, to create a better life for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think once your wife realizes that they're just normal people and this isn't just like an MLM and just like she's going to be sold on something or like we're going to be serving punch. Um, <laughs> then I think that she'll realize that it's just, it'll normalize it because it's very intimidating when you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say you're going to a networking event, she probably thinks it's over at the Marriott and everyone's in, in 12 piece suits. Um, and you know what I mean? And cocktails walking around. Playing Vivaldi in the back and shit. Um, it's not like that. So I, I, that's what I'd recommend. Just slowly start like easing her in. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she'll, she'll kind of like it. Maybe she'll start listening to the podcast. Maybe she'll like, and then when that discussion comes up again about should we pay off the debt or should we, you know, buy a rental property? Maybe she might be like, well, I kind of like that thing that Gabby said, you know, about maybe, I, I would only have to work maybe half the week, or maybe I wouldn't have to take on so many clients. And, you know, with your business, the way that it is, maybe if we had a little extra cash flow, same thing, you wouldn't have to take on so many clients and then we can spend a few extra weeks in the mountains mm -hmm. or we can spend a few extra weeks in Saskatchewan with my family or something along those lines. Right. Yeah. And once you kind of start, once, once both you guys start seeing the realization, like having those realizations of like, well, if I guess if we did do that, then I, we could start doing stuff like this. You could start seeing what it can provide for you mm -hmm. and having those discussions. Be like, yeah, honey, that's actually a really great idea. I'd love that. I'd love to be able to go spend some time with your family in Saskatchewan because like, um, I mean, you could spend time with the family. I can go, um, you know, meet with your brother and, you know, we could go fly fishing in the morning and stuff like that. I'd love to do that more often. I'm sick and tired of like being so busy. 
and then you can kind of, you're kind of creating something. You see that you see the dream that you're kind of creating, and it's starting to sound really real. And all we'd have to do is just buy three rental properties. That's all we'd have to do is buy three rental properties. Well, we don't have money to buy three rental properties. Well, I heard Wayne and Gabby talking about seller financing, looking for sales. I also heard about like joint ventures. You know, maybe we can start, you know, reaching out to your mom and dad and seeing if maybe they'd like to invest in a property with us. Right? You start now you're starting to connect the lines and stuff like that. It's starting to get really real. And then we'll just go from there. We'll just do, you know, the three properties and we'll just kind of see how that goes. And if it, you know, if it's going really well and we like it, then we can maybe buy some more and start thinking about scaling up. But let's just go with that. And, and that's our outcome. We're going to buy three properties so that we can both take on less clients and we can start spending some more time with your family in Saskatchewan. And I can go fly fishing in the mornings with your brother. Right. That sounds really nice. Yeah. Building a meaningful life. Right. And that's just, that's a little, that's a tiny little roadmap right there. We just built it right now. I don't know if any of that applies to you. If it does, that's super creepy. Um, but that's a tiny little roadmap that we just kind of created right there. And those are the kind of, I'm just kind of, I'm giving you a path um, to get to, you know, how to get your wife on board. And I, I hope this applies to everybody else. I hope this is valuable mm-hmm. to everyone else as well. Um, it just takes a little bit of some conversations, a little bit of kicking and screaming. You got to drag he or her out to, um, him or her out to, you know, that first meetup for them to realize, look, they're normal. Normal people. They just want something. They're more. not blood suckers. I feel like sometimes the spouse feels like, you know, you're going into a room full of vampires and you just go, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not, it's, they're not blood suckers. They're just normal people. Yeah. And, um, no one's trying to sell you in most rooms, in most rooms, no one's trying to sell you anything, right? Nothing that you don't need or that, nothing that you don't want. Yeah. And, um, and then just slowly just start throwing out the possibilities of what if, what if we did this? How would that make our life? What could we do? What opportunities could it create? Mm-hmm. I love doing these exercises. Actually, like doing the roadmap exercises, Gab, is like, you know, like, the, especially when we were doing it at the cabin retreat, spending three days doing it, working on it. Yeah. Um, those are like the best for me because I can just shut off all of our dumb business, like the dumb business that doesn't fulfill me. And I can just focus for like two or three days um, on, on just talking about planning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a good reminder, even just for me, just doing it with other people and, and, and sharing these exercises, just going through the, the possibilities of, 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 and the reminder of why we're doing it. Yeah. Some days, even I promise you just us, even us like yesterday, I was not focused on why we're doing it. I was focused on the shit. And for those hard days um, where, you know, you just feel like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And just like one thing after another, after yeah. another, after another. And you just feel like you're just drowning. If you don't have something at the end, if you don't have meaning, if there's no intention to why you're doing those things, you'll quit. Yeah. But if you remember, if you if you can just focus on Saskatchewan, family, fly fishing, just remind yourself if you have a picture on the wall, it's a, you know, uh, what do they call those dumb things? <laughs> the collages with the paper oh, uh, vision board. If you have a vision board, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what you, you were call those dumb things. If you have a vision board on the wall, you know what I mean? You're sitting there and you're dealing with these terrible phone calls and emails. If you can just see a weird shape of Saskatchewan, is it a rectangle? It's kind of a rectangle, I think. And a lake. With a guy with big 
rubber boots and family hugging. If you can just look at that picture and just remember why you're doing it, it makes that day so much easier. So much easier. Is there any follow-up in the, in the comments? Uh, well, he he thanked us for the um, perspective. And he probably said none of this applies. Nope. He said he's tried uh, so many times to get her on board, and she just wants to have her comfortable and normal life. So um, I get it. Yeah. Um, in the comments, um, I can see there's a lot of people here with spouses. And yeah. I'm willing to bet, and please you know, feel free to share in the comments, guys. Um, in the last couple minutes here, you know, how many of your, how many of you guys were the ones that were leading the charge and how many of your spouses were not on board in the beginning mm-hmm. and said, had the exact same scenario. I'm willing to bet it was quite a few. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear it all the time with my mastermind groups and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear it all the time with my coaching clients as well. Yeah. It's for, for years I've been hearing this. How do I get my wife on board? How do I get my husband on board? How many times have we had cabin retreats, Gabby, where the spouse is supposed to come and, and then they, they didn't show up, yeah. and they didn't show up Yeah. or, Hey, I'm going to come, but I haven't told my spouse yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's fear. Yeah. Fear because I can, I, I, and I, and I sympathize with it. Every time I hear it, I understand. I'm like, if Gabby was trying to drag me out to a cabin retreat, a three day retreat with a bunch of other people. And we're going to talk about how to build a real estate, you know, roadmap. Oh, yeah. There's no, no way. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, just fill in the blank and, you know, cut out real estate and just fill in the blank with anything. You know, if it was um, um, a breathing retreat or it was a yoga retreat, or it was any kind of just retreat, anything that sound, I'm trying to think of examples of things that would sound very something outside against of, the grain yeah, for oh, me. Yeah. Not a, who a, you are. <laughs> right. Against the grain. So like, you know, for example, you know, your, your wife just what she wants this. So this sounds very against the grain for her. So she's going to be stuck in a room for 15 hours a day with a bunch of people that are trying to push something on her that she doesn't want to do. Yeah. And she's probably thinking that we're all going to be holding hands and and meditating and like, you know, and, and, and like basically like pointing at her and she's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I would never want to be put in that situation. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. So when, when someone tries to drag their, their spouse to a, a something like that, I would, I would be the person in the back of the room folding my arms yeah. and be like, this shit's bullshit. And I would not be receptive to it whatsoever because I'd be so stubborn that I was dragged there that I wouldn't even really even get involved. I would refuse to get involved because I was so stubborn. But it's amazing to see that when they do show up, how after that, because, you know, like we we mapped them out a certain way. Like the first night is like fun and getting to know each other and playing cash flow. And like, yeah. you know, you, you get to know everybody and have fun. And then the next day, you know, you start getting into it. And it's incredible to see those spouses with their arms crossed when they walk in start to open up and then on the last day be really jacked about all the stuff that they figured out and planned for and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So it's a really cool experience watching. Yeah. The crossed arms coming in and the excitement leaving. Exactly. Yeah. It's once that uh, there's, there's a series of, of moments, right? Breakthrough moments. And the first one is that, okay, these people aren't whack jobs mm-hmm. um, and they're just normal people. Mm-hmm. And and then later on, once we start really shining a light 
whether it be at the cabin retreat or in the mentorship program, because we, like I said, we've taken basically that model and put it in the mentorship program. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be just like the realization of what is possible. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's the difficult part in the beginning is that, you know, you're, you're very, um, uh, resistant to it at first. And you're like, I don't know. It just sounds too good to be true. And then, you know, we're trying, and then once you kind of, once you start to see that the possibilities are real and what can be done and case studies are shared and stories and things like that of how, you know, someone just like you was able to do this and now they have this, that light bulb comes on, that breakthrough moment comes on like, wow, I could do something like that. Mm -hmm. But if I did it this way, I could have this. And then that normally happens on like Sunday afternoons at our cabin retreats. Yeah. Right. You remember like Sunday afternoons where it's just like all of the ideas just start flooding in. We're like, yeah. oh my God. And people are just like, all the light bulbs, just like yeah. scribbling on paper super fast, just trying to figure it out. And there's things like that. It's, um, and that, that same, we get those same moments, you know, in, with, the, with the mentorship as well. It's just, it's, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful feeling. So yeah, it's, you know, in the beginning, some people aren't going to be receptive to it. They're going to be very stubborn, but it's a process. And, you know, I'd recommend just like, to Jerry and to anybody else who's, you know, dealing with this, like I said, just like baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. Just take them out to one meetup. Hey, hon, it's just give me an hour and then we'll go to the picnic. Yeah. Um, I just want to stop by and, you know, I really want to meet this person. I yeah. want you to meet them too. Hi, my name's Jerry. This is my wife. Oh, nice. great to meet you. Um, and then maybe some friendships are built off it as well. We talked about community at the beginning of the show, you know. If you can start building your friend, you know, your, your friend circle, your circle of, you know, your community with, with people that are just supportive. Like, Hey, I remember that too. Um, here's what I recommend. Go and talk to this person over here that they'll definitely help you out. And if you need anything else, just shoot me a text and I'll help you. Right. Just having people around you like that. You know what I mean? And then building new friendships within, you know, this kind of community, it's, um, it'll help. And again, just baby steps, baby steps. We're at that one hour mark. Is there anything else in the comments we need to touch on? Uh, well, uh, f- yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> not touch on, but um, Josh just got his first flip under contract. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. So congratulations big time. You'll have to keep us posted on if you remove conditions and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, we also have a first time live listener. So I don't know. Um, if this is either a really cool name or an alias, <laughs> but, uh, Rez Hyzon says, thanks for all the info guys. Been listening into your podcast on a different platform. It's my first time to listen live. This is going to be part of my morning routine now for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. See, you just gotta, gotta do it once and realize that, holy shit, I've been missing out on this, this mm-hmm. little community here. And, and feel free to like click on the, you know, the call in button or ask any questions, you know, and we'll answer them every morning for you. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I see Francis uh, says my spouse is still not on board. Need to start making him come for a few minutes on the mentorship program and some networking. I know he will eventually. Yeah. Well, you know, now that we've got um, meetups happening in Calgary, that would be a great place to come out as well. Um, that meetup last weekend was really amazing. There's some good people that came out there. Mm-hmm. So you can just come out and just say hi and, you know, check on a fix and flip. You don't even need to be honest. You guys can just stay in the back and just kind of walk through. And just if anyone tries to talk to you, just keep walking. Um, Pretend you didn't hear them. Put a mask on. Yeah, put a mask on. And then like, you know, and a pair of glasses and just keep walking through. 
I don't want to talk to anyone. We're just here to look at the renovation. Yeah, you know, that, that maybe just kind of warm him up to it. You know, get his feet wet a little bit, get his toes wet, and then uh, maybe next time, you know, you take the sunglasses off and you make eye contact, and then maybe the third time you take the mask off, and maybe say hello, um, and then keep walking. And then, <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby steps. But you know, I, I'd like to meet your husband. Yes. I haven't heard much about him. Yes. Anyways. Okay. Um. What a lovely chat today. Mm-hmm. Have a fantastic Thursday, everybody. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. <laughs>